Oons, oons, oons. Episode 151. Back at it here at FLA Exposure. Thanks for joining us, folks. Uh, this episode, again, sponsored by our good friends at Beat It Sport Canada. Over 400 milligrams of nitrates in every single shot. Uh, right behind me here. Really good for the heart. Uh, kind of like a BCAA. Keeps you going in the middle of your workout. Or you can take it before, they suggest. Really good for endurance. Check it out. Uh, really happy to be back. It's probably been a week or two since our, well, I guess it's been two weeks almost since our last event. And probably just over that since we've done a podcast. So it's nice to be back. Again, we want to thank everybody working on the front lines out there, kind of keeping us healthy here in Nova Scotia. And thank everybody who's uh, flown into the province and given us COVID. So uh, with that, we'll continue on and uh, move on to our fantastic guest here today. Uh, super excited for this guy. Uh, a wealth of knowledge, a guy. He's a black belt under Carlson Gracie Jr. out of the Forest Training Center. Um, also uh, a physiotherapist out of the wonderful team at Proactive. If anybody hasn't heard of Proactive and you're an athlete, there's no better place to go. Uh, a wealth of knowledge for every single person in that office and uh, super happy to have a good relationship with them. So uh, Brandon, he's a guy who's involved in a lot of different things, uh, martial arts, yoga. Uh, he recently just picked up, learned how to play the guitar and he, he's a guy who's just a wealth of knowledge. So super excited. I've delayed on him twice. Actually, I've had to reschedule and my schedule is kind of all over the place and I'm appreciative uh, of him kind of messing around his schedule to to join us today so without further ado mr brandon kelvey how are you buddy good man just uh finished up a workout had a little bit of a finished up a shift at work and now i'm just chatting with you beautiful day isn't it isn't it something you're in the valley eh no i'm in uh waverly actually Mm -hmm. oh geez i didn't realize you were so close yeah yeah man yeah i'm definitely right down the street i keep it low-key though Jeez, just in case doing... anyone wants to break my windows <laughs> we should be doing this in person maybe another time yeah you know what we've thought about that actually a lot and uh, like that was kind of the original idea with the podcast to kind of get it in person and but uh, other other than that i guess yeah we should hang out in person sometime too but like the the podcast to have it in person like makes it a big difference for us obviously the internet kind of sucks but with covid it, it's just kind of the way it went but yeah, so thanks for joining us, man. And, you know, like I started this podcast with everybody that kind of gets involved in martial arts. And I always ask everybody, like, the similar story for a lot of people, but some people it's a little bit different. And how did you kind of uh, – I know you're a pretty high-level athlete and you're involved in a lot of different things, but why kind of jiu-jitsu and, and combat sports for you? Uh, they've always kind of caught my eye before. Uh so my dad's pretty traditional since when I was young. He signed me up for like hockey and soccer, you know, kind of the classic like Canadian. Yeah. And uh, I, I played pretty high level like of those my whole life until the end of high school. But um, in junior high, I started out over at Fit Plus. Um, my buddy, well, I guess I, I call him a buddy now, but he's, I guess I could call him more of a mentor back then. He was, mm-hmm. uh, he was teaching. Uh, at a hockey camp and he was going to fit plus with a couple of the guys just training Muay Thai. and uh, i think the movie that really like really got me thinking about marshall never back down see that one <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> that movie's a classic uh anyways uh so i was all fired up like, love it after seeing that movie and uh my buddy logan he yeah he, he was striking there and uh he invited me to join him one day and I got hooked on Muay Thai, actually. So I trained there for uh, three years. Well, training Muay Thai, like, 
single day for about three years. Just like all the classes I could take, just kind of got obsessed with it. And I kind of put my other, I was still training hockey and soccer, but I knew my passion was for, like in the striking arts. Hmm. Um, yeah, oh, it was for like years. I loved it. And I'd, I'd watch the boys wrestling and like, and then eventually I started to join them. So Scott Aldridge, I don't know if you met him, but he would teach a lot of the classes over there. And then uh, kind of, well, he, he's a great guy. He's, he's like big part in the high school wrestling community around here. He's an RCMP guy now. Nice. Anyway, super sick, but he taught me a lot. And I kind of got pretty good at wrestling. So I was like a Muay Thai guy and then I was a big part of wrestling. I was really trying to get, like I was hoping I could PA, PA where I went to high school and never had a high school team. And I was hoping I could really like get competitive with that. But, you know, it's hard to have a wrestling outlet. In, in the province so it's just kind of how it like how it is i guess now around that time i remember the day the week i started tj was going to be fighting rio chonin and like i didn't know who tj was i didn't know like you know anything yeah. about my but that was like his debut in the ufc and what a week uh, to start yeah crazy eh? like thinking back in hindsight and anyways we uh so I was wrestling, I was doing lots. I wasn't doing any jiu-jitsu at this time. And the way how, how uh, Scott, the owner of Plus, had set up is, like, you needed to, like, you know, work your way up into the advanced class, essentially. And then there was the MMA class, which was kind of, like, infamous at this point because, <laughs> yeah. you know, Plus back in the day, like, a bunch of guys were training there, like, very high-level MMA class. So mm -hmm. I remember I went to uh, – and I probably did a little bit of jiu-jitsu at this point, but, like I say, it wasn't until after – I went into that class and like I just got the snot beat out of me. Like Ryan Connor, oh, like played a beat down on me, but I remember like Tristan Johnson, like laid a massive beat down on me. And then, uh, <laughs> good for you, man. I'm just thinking, like, this is not for me. <laughs> I, I cannot be like, like this. So, like, you know, I kind of stepped a little bit back from the Muay Thai and the striking. And it's like, oh, jujitsu, you can go hard and not get hurt. Like, this is this is what I'm talking about. You know, or not get my brain rattled. I should. Yeah, like, totally, man. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I didn't do, I didn't get obsessed with the striking arts. So that's interesting because I didn't know that about you. Um, so because you're, you're, when you roll, to roll with you, you would never think that you're obsessed with striking because you're so fluid and natural on the ground, man, and so smooth that I would, I, it's just, it's funny. Like you just kind of would think that you're such a natural jujitsu guy that you would have started that way. But it's funny how people, some people, you know, like to me, I'm the same way. I don't want to get punched in the face. Like I, I'm, I'm all right with admitting that. Like some people don't want to admit it, but fuck that. No, no, no. I'm good. But, uh, it wasn't ever getting like, you know, the body shots, they sucked, but it was more like, like you know, getting my bell rung a couple times and it's like, yeah. all right. I got, I got, I got to use this point. So I need to be yeah. like how, how I'm training with like, you know, circumstances. So, you know, it's funny you say that like my jujitsu smooth, cause it definitely hasn't always like been that way. Obviously at start note until though, like I'd say until I was a blue belt, like I won a few tournaments in like white belt and blue belt, but it was mostly my game plan with double leg, like smash pass, like get to Kimura, pull them on their side. And like you know, rip the camera on him, and like that's all I did. That's all I knew. Yeah. I remember, I was rolling. I, remember I was rolling with Lydia, and uh, he must have baseball. He, he put his knee shield up in half guard. He must have baseball chatted me at, at least 
like, like 15 or 20 times, like in the same role. It's just like, this is ridiculous. Who was that? Uh, Hoodrich. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a bad man. Yeah, real bad man. He uh, he had a big part of my jujitsu development, too, for sure. He like without he introduced the Mendez brothers to me, and uh, that's where I really got into like your Delahivas and your Baron Bolos and all that kind of kind of a little bit ahead of the curve before it like really became trendy. Yeah, yeah, I remember when he went out there to uh, to California. He was obviously living out there, working and doing his trips lots before that, and then he went out to Atos and be, became part of that team. And it's really cool to see, man, people progress in the sport and in other sports too. And all of us kind of. We're not all like best friends or whatever, but we all kind of know each other and to see each other progress and stuff. And it's I, I love seeing that man. Hoodrich is a wonderful guy. I, I never got a chance to have him compete, but well, uh, one day for sure he's a competitor. So I'm sure it's, if the timing's right, it'll happen. But the cool thing about that story, so I don't know how many people he's told about this. So <laughs> we were we were at his place like like four days, like four days, three or four days a week. At, in the morning at like 6 a.m so what we did i don't know we had a couple story hosts we painted the entire basement white so it looked like the, the academy had like fake plants <laughs> up in the <laughs> this, this was this was before uh he, he like he was at atos and we just like we dream about it like imagine like he was a purple at the time like i probably a white belt or blue belt it's like imagine training like you know under these guys right like you know mm -hmm. all the stuff we could learn like we uh yeah we were training every morning and like i say he's amazing he'd drive me to so we train in the morning and then he would drive me to school because i'd have classes at dalhousie he'd just be like yeah man don't worry about the bus like, like i'll take you over like because he works offshore mm -hmm. most of the time right so he just have all day to, or not you know enough to no no the classes yeah. and we'd rep and i'd get to train with this experienced guy mm -hmm. little things and man. then uh yeah so we won that dream experience with at Right. So, so we got like, I'm pretty sure they paid for his flight to get over there. Like, you know, all like waived all the affiliation fees and just like, you know, literally the dream experience. Yeah, he did. He did. We're having a little Wi Fi issue there Crazy. for anyone watching. My apologies. Uh, we're having a little, little bit of a Wi Fi issue. We're good now, I think. But, yeah, it was a crazy time, you know, for him to do that. And like you said, all of a sudden you're training with like some of the best people in the world and best friends living with these people. You know, it was, uh, it was pretty cool, man. To see how the sports progressed in the last little bit is pretty impressive. You still there? Yeah. It's so different. I'm like, man, I, oh, yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. Uh, the masses are tuning in. The, it's on my end, it seems. I'm not sure it's uh, – I'm not sure what's going on, but I'm sure it will work itself out slowly but surely. So anyone watching, just uh, bear with us. It will work itself out. Do you, do you have any uh, – obviously now you're in you're full-time at Proactive Physio, helping a lot of people. You're into the dry needling too, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I went and got some dry needling on my hip and other places i've got kidney stones a few times and i would compare dry needling sometimes to the pain that you have in like in a good way like i know that's a hard way to explain but like the dry needling man it feels so yeah. weird and at, at first but it works like really well 
I didn't sell that very well for you, did I? Oh, for sure. Some it feels <laughs> like a cheat code. Well, the the more I find, the more dysfunctional that like the tissue is, like the muscle that you're working with, or tension that muscle. You know, and like being jujitsu, being a big jujitsu guy, like I'm sure your hip flexors are pretty darn like knotted up. Yeah. So you get in there with the needles and you force that muscle tract and relax. It's just going to be uncomfortable. And like that's, you know, people, people will curse at me while it's happening. But then, you know, the next day they say like, wow, my hips have never felt her. So, you know, that's the temporary dislike. That's the thing, right? Like it's a, it's a temporary, but it's like you said, it's a cheat code. I can't, I, cause Joel and Kaleidas yeah. and all these guys were swearing by it. And then they finally convinced me to go in and I was pretty impressed. Warren, everybody there is so smart, man. It's uh, and then I've also been in for a massage too. So I'm sure I'll be in to see you at some point too. <laughs> I don't know what's yeah, going on all, with our all Wi-Fi. The pattern, like making sure your work, like your, so I can hear you. It's a little clicky, but yeah, it's uh, it, it'll. I think. I, I mean, I hope everyone out there can hear. But what about injuries for what you? I was saying was uh, yeah, it's all about once you kind of like injuries for me. I two uh, ago I tore my pec right off like humerus. So that's that's the biggest one I've had for sure. It, uh, I was training with, uh, I was training jujitsu with someone on their very first day. He, uh, he's probably like, I don't know, he's probably like t over 200 pounds and we were just doing a guard passing drill and, uh, just, you know, rolling up whatever you went day in. I was just kind of like, it, it was mostly lower belts in the class, but I was just kind of like doing my thing, like, you know, whatever. And, mm -hmm. uh. I was along with this guy. It was his first day. I should, in hindsight, I obviously asked how long he was training and, like, you know, you know, just made quick work of it all. But I went for, just like, a simple butterfly sweep, and he did something super spontaneous and, like, stuck his head in my armpit. And, like, I land out, but, like, a whoosh. And I guess, uh. like, as he was, like, posturing up, I thought I broke his neck initially. But then I realized, like, oh, crap. That right? So then I just stood up, and I was like, okay, like, I'm oh, over man. here now. And, uh, you know, it took me a little while to shake off. I didn't know if it was my rotator cuff or my pet or what was going on. But, uh, yeah, that was a long, slow recovery. I just did yoga, you know, did what I could while, while that recovered. But now, now, functionally, it's good. It just looks messed up. Like, you can see, like, the indent. But I'm here, it's that and my rotator. Because once your rotator cuff goes, right, the instability of your shoulder is going to be big, like majorly compromised. Makes sense. That's so you, know, so you it's you, like you I said, it's good now. Mostly there's some things like there's something. Sorry, man. Sorry, I keep sorry, cutting off. There. Yeah. But there's a little bit of a delay. It's uh, it's like a two second delay and it's changing it's and I'm, I'm, tr I'm trying to time it. Sorry, man. Yeah, that that's a painful ass injury, dude. Tearing that right off. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was brutal. You can see it. Like, I'm not going to pull my shirt off right here, but it's, <laughs> like, it's quite indented if we look side to side. But, you know, it, it works. So you said you did uh, yoga to heal a lot of that. You know, but other than that, couple tendon neck. Sorry, Kelby. Yeah. Sorry. I'm going to pull you out. We'll have to I'm going to kick. I'm going to kick. I'm going to kick you out and bring you right back in. Okay. Just click the link again. We're having a little uh, audio and Wi-Fi issue there. My apologies for that. We're just chatting with Black Belt and physiotherapist Brandon Kelby out of Proactive and uh, Carlson Gracie Jr., the Force of Training Center in Coal Harbor, Nova Scotia. Great guy. And, uh, yeah, kind of chatting about injuries and all that kind of stuff. And I, yeah, I want to pick his brain about some uh, – I want to ask him about uh, a few things we have yet to talk about, but – Jake Paul being one of them. No, definitely not Jake Paul. Beautiful day here in Nova Scotia. Anybody out there training this afternoon or this evening? Anybody going to get some training in? Who's watching? My mom? Probably my mom watching. My girlfriend, my business partner, and the other TV in the house. And Brandon, seven people. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on there, folks. Uh, Brandon's obviously having a little trouble getting back in. Had some major audio issues there. Just give me a sec, see if we can figure this out. Hey, buddy. Hey, I uh, I closed all the apps on my phone, so maybe that will help. Yeah, we'll see. We'll we'll see if we can get uh, keep it a little bit better here this time. But thanks for the patience, man. No problem. No problem at all. Yeah. Where, where were you? Uh, you were about. You were talking about. I think that rehab that. I Yoga. It was just slow, man. Like, uh, it was just slow. So, like, I'd go to yoga class, Shadaranga, where, like, you're in a plank and you lower yourself down in the push-up. Like, I would just, like, fall on my face and, like, scoop my knees back underneath and, like, you know, get back. Because I couldn't do anything to push inward. Like, it was just bizarre how, like, I lost all that strength to bring my arm kind of across the body. You know, it just it, it picked up slowly and now mostly – uh, I do like strength move, like calisthenic movements, and that's how I do most of my strength building. So like, there's certain movements like kind of chasing. I'm, my philosophy is like, as long as everything's like working correctly, if you're doing like a horizontal push, a horizontal pull, a vertical push, a vertical pull, you know, for what I need, that's that's every direction that like your upper body's gonna go. So I'll do like a heavy strength lift in every direction, like one time a week, just to kind of remind my my nervous system that it can you know, really get going. And 
that's like my strength training. That's about it. Like it's not super complicated. Hmm. From a guy like me who is not super knowledgeable, I spoke to Cokes about this before too. And I think like I look at it now and since COVID started, I've lost muscle mass because I'm, I'm not training as much and I'm, I think my nervous system's all fucked up because I'm not training as much. And I seem to like, it's like exactly what you said, those basic movements in my body. I know my body's super capable of doing things, but I'm like, I'm guarded now. Like always worried, not always worried you're going to get hurt, but it's like, now you're like, I'm, I'm comfortable not being sore all the time. So, but I, I really got to start incorporating that strength training into my life. It, I think it's really important for building resiliency, for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, especially where we're, we do a sport where we're so, like, you know, flexed, right? If you got to do things to take your body the other direction, like, make sure that your, your pulling muscles, like, are good. You're, you're, like, you know, mixing some deadlifts, mixing some squats. Like, I think that's kind of the opposite of, you know, sloping forward and, like, rounding forward because that's how you, you know, that's how you kind of create your pressure in jiu-jitsu. Um, hmm. yeah, and, interesting. You know, it just, I find you were, you were talking, you were talking about, uh, you know, you just kind of feel weaker and like, for me, I'll do my weightlifting session once a week and like, I will feel way stronger than like, you know, after only one session, like a couple days later, but if I go like a few weeks without it, then, then I'm, looking, I'm not as strong I'm not squeeze people as tightly, like they're wiggling free like a little more easily than they would have before. So, yeah, I, I think that's exactly what's going on. Like it just, I can't get away. Like, and I, I, I talk about it a lot, but it's like, now I can't, I can't get away with just natural athleticism anymore. Once I've hit a certain age now, it's like, okay, I actually have to like put the time in. Not that I'm ever going to compete on a high level, but you know, 41 years old, you got to make up for certain things. And, and not only just for training, but for feeling better, like about like strength wise and, and body wise. And I think my nervous system a lot of times is messed up for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Man. All, all of my physical training, all I'm thinking about is like, how am I going to keep training when I'm sick? Right. Or like, right. If the way if, if rolling like four times a week and it means I'm going to be in agony for like, you know, seven days of the week, that's not going to be sustainable long-term the way I go the way right now I'm two or three days a week, mostly just roll. I should probably rep more, but I, uh, I go into roll two days a week and, uh, you know, the other days of the week, I'm just doing other things that are going to help me do two days a week for as long as possible because, you know, and, and I'm sure I will run at some point, but for now, kind of sweet spot, two days a week. And, you know, if one day I feel good and I want to go, like, you know, put things to the test, I'll probably put out a little bit. Or I won't. And I'll just, you know, go go in there anyways. Yeah, that that's very well said, man. Because it's at the end of the day, that's exactly right. That's the goal. You want to be training until you're 60, whatever age it is. Like, that's why we all do it, because we love it and. I don't know if I'd be able to, I'd be a pissed off man and I'm pissed off as it is, but I'd be pissed off yeah. without jujitsu. I know that. 
Oh yeah, it's uh, there's nothing, there's nothing like you know just going out there and rolling for 45 minutes to an hour, and then just feel the buzzer goes at like the five, six, seven mark, and you just feel your body go from, like tension to like, woo, like yeah, power down mode, just like pure exhaustion. Yeah, so, it's fun. Like it, from what I've seen, anyways. Yeah, it's. Uh, what do you think about? I want to ask you this before. What do you think about Jake Paul in this whole situation? What's going on here? Like, I think it's going to get to the point here soon where I saw Dana White came out, and obviously Dana is not the best uh, example either. But like, a lot. I don't know what's going to happen here. He's stealing a lot of the UFC's hype, man. He really is. Man. I can't, I can't like entertain these things. It's just like, I don't like, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's all just kind of a joke. Like he fights Ben Askren, who's a wrestler who looks like crap. (laughs) Askren's never been one to have hands. He's been, he's been brutally damaged last two UFC fights. Cause like he did be, he did be Robbie Lawler there, but not without taking a couple blows to the head. Was it Rob- yeah, it was Robbie Lawler, right? Yeah. Big blows. Yeah, he took some serious damage. But and then Matt Paul darn near ends his life. And then, you know, and then he goes and fights this guy who's, you know, just a joke, really. Yeah, it's know. it's a little bit it's a little too much theatrics for what I ended. I watched I was, I was trying to stay up the other night to watch the card, but it was just like a rap concert. So I just, you know, I ended up just going to bed and watched the highlight, and it was just, you know, Ben being made of love, fortunately. Yeah, it's and like, I, I, I don't know, I don't know who would take that seriously, anyways. And some some people say it's not a good look on the MMA scene, but you know, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know if anybody on, on that. I don't, I don't, I don't pay attention. Yeah, I don't think it's a bad look for the MMA world, man. Like, truthfully, like anybody who's involved in the scene at that level of MMA knows exactly what would happen in 98% of scenarios. So it's at the end of the day, that's why it's not going back the other way. So, you know, yeah, uh, I don't know. It's fucking foolish if we want to all talk about it. It's, it's crazy, but. It kind of is, but obviously that's got. I think it's a little more entertaining to the people who, you know, because see, I don't, I don't even know who Jake Paul is. Like some people, you know, I have friends who don't even train mixed martial arts. They don't care for mixed martial arts, and they're like, "Oh, Jake Paul's talking about like they can fight Askren. I think he's going to win, or I think Askren's going to win." It's like, who's Jake Paul? I don't, like clearly didn't even know anything about him. Yeah, <laughs> like. He's just a you guy. It's like that's all I know, and I've never seen him talk. I've never seen. I see him saying like more ridiculous things and like a couple like highlight reels. It's like, you know, he, it, from the couple training clips I've seen, like very very brief. It looks like he you know, he can punches. I guess yeah. <laughs> you know. I just don't. We'll we'll see. Yeah, it's it's interesting, man. Like, but that's like you said. Everyone says he's a YouTube guy, but what the, what the fuck did he do on YouTube? Like I, I, that's what I don't understand. Did he make? Did he create YouTube? What did this man do? I don't know. But he's doing something. 
I, I don't. I don't know, man. He, 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 I know. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, listen, I buddy. I think I think Ben Askren. He's a pretty like. Dude. I agree. He came on. He came on our podcast. He, he well, he came up. Uh, His audio is playing games with us. Yeah, it's it's driving me nuts. And then I got uh, dinner being made in the background, and my landlord down here is uh, we're in a house here in Waverly, and he's in the back part. He's got the laundry going, so it's an all around fuck around here today. So my apologies, folks, and my apologies to my mom for swearing. Um, anyway. It's uh, we'll get you back on here, man, and in person, and we'll do this the right way because obviously we're having some issues here. But before we let you go, any advice for anybody, uh, you know, whether they're injured or struggling to make the move to jump into martial arts or even making the move to see a physiotherapist who could possibly change their life? Any advice for those people? Yeah, well. For one, you don't need to be injured. A lot of people think since they're training jujitsu, like being sore all the time is just kind of like part of the game. And I used to think like that, but you know, maybe your training just needs a couple adjustments, or maybe you haven't received the right therapy before. So, like, like you say, like you know, whether it's the needles or whether it's like a change of your patterns, like these things can like go a long way in a relatively short amount of time. And if you haven't seen a professional yet, it's definitely something I would recommend because it will, especially someone. Who knows what they're talking about like me yeah. anyone at the cl- anyone at the clinic will be able to help you out and thing is with me and you know if i'm not 100 percent sure what's going on i'm going to figure out yeah uh, the best way to help you for sure as for joining like a martial arts some kind kind of an, a no-brainer um you know if you if you want to experience personal growth and you know feeling healthier and joining an amazing community that's that support you you know what like jujitsu is my personal favorite but it really could be anything yeah um i think it's just important to have something to strive for to get better at you know especially in these times where everyone is just like you know they're kind of grasping at straws about how to keep busy yeah that's great advice man because a lot of times in martial arts people like we all hear it a lot oh you you know, from that that sucks or what, man. Whatever you're doing, if you're staying busy, that's that's winning, right? So, exercises keeps people happy and keeps people motivated, man. So, thank you for joining us, Brandon. And uh, my apologies for the audio issues. We'll do this again here in a couple weeks' time, and uh, we got to get some training in sometime, man. I'm due for my licks. <laughs> that's good. All right, buddy. Look forward to it. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has. It has. Well, thank you for joining us, man. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. And we'll see you soon. Goddamn audio. All right. (laughs) See ya. See you, buddy. There you have it, folks. Brandon Calvi. My apologies for the audio here, folks. I'm not sure what's going on on my end. And my apologies to Brandon, too. Um Real amateur work on our behalf. Really glad our pay-per-view events don't stream like this website because uh, if they did, we probably wouldn't be in business. So shout out to StreamYard. I'm blaming you guys because there's no other reason. I'm on high speed, so I'm blaming you. Either way, folks, uh, terrible news here in Nova Scotia, Canada today with uh, the cancellation of the Women's World Hockey Championships. Pretty sad stuff. 
I don't know when we're going to get all over this stuff, and, but hopefully soon. Hopefully June and July, we got to stay positive. That's because if you don't, everyone's going to yell at you. So stay positive, spread the love, be good to one another, be kind, and train hard. We'll see you soon. Lots of love, folks. We are out of here.